I'm Jim McCune. Welcome to Likely Stories, a weekly review of fiction, nonfiction, and poetry. It is with great pleasure that I have these few minutes to tell you about Rachel Carson's Under the Sea Wind, a story that evolved from an 11-page introduction to a government fisheries brochure. It marked the debut of one of the finest writers of English in the 20th century and a scientist who ultimately changed the way we view our relationships with nature. In April 1936, Carson was an unemployed zoologist and freelance writer for the U.S. Bureau of Fisheries assigned to write radio scripts on ocean life. By night, she earned money writing articles on the natural history of Chesapeake Bay for the Baltimore Sun, signing them R.L. Carson in an effort to convince her readers that she was a male and thus take her science seriously. From the foreword I learned, Under the Sea Wind was written to make the sea and its life a vivid reality for those who may read the book as it has become for me during the past decade. It was written, moreover, out of the deep conviction that the life of the sea is worth knowing. To stand at the edge of the sea, to sense the ebb and flow of the tides, to feel the breath of a mist moving over the great salt marsh, to watch the flight of shorebirds that have swept up and down the surf lines of the continent for untold thousands of years, to see the running of the old eels and the young shad to the sea, is to have knowledge of things that are as nearly eternal as any earthly life can be. Flood Tide The island lay in shadow only a little deeper than those that were swiftly stealing across the sound from the east. On its western shore, the wet sand of the narrow beach caught the same reflection of gleaming sky that lay a bright path across the water from island beach to horizon. Both water and sand were the color of steel, overlaid with the sheen of silver, so that it was hard to say where the water ended and the land began. Although it was a small island, so small that a gull might have flown across it with a score of winged beats, night had already come to its northern and eastern end. Here the marsh grasses waded boldly out into dark water, and shadows lay thick among the low-growing cedars and yapons. Rachel Carson's writing fascinated me by the variety and beauty of so many wonderful flora and fauna. It also made me remember how fortunate I was to spend many years near the ocean during my years in New Jersey. Under the Sea Wind, Six Stars. Likely Stories is a production of KWBU. I'm Jim McKeown. Join me again next time for Likely Stories and happy reading. <laughs>